Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. Kevin Acey, Potter's beat writer for the Union Tribune. Jay Posner, sports editor of the Union Tribune, right here with me. Once again, Jay, Padres, Astros, three games. Where to start? Where to start? One month from now will be the final regular season game. Jay, what will be happening one month from now? Uh, the Padres will be playing the Giants in San Francisco. Will it? Well, so here's the deal. How, how's that? How's that? Will it will it matter, Jay? Will we be on the edge of our seats? Will this be the game that decides if the Potters are going to the wild card, or will they have wrapped it up long ago? And those are your only two choices. I will say <laughs> that it, I will say that this will not come down to the last game of the season. Okay. Uh, I, will yeah. at, I will leave it at that. I have no idea what's going to happen. There's no way that anybody knows what's going to happen. I mean, I'm I'm I called up my trusty my trusty MLB app here for my trusty standings, and I'm looking at. Two teams, the Reds and the Padres, that have 63 losses, and two more teams, the Phillies and the Cardinals, that have 64 losses. So good luck trying to figure that out. I know that the Phillies have the easiest schedule left if you base it on opponents' records. I know the Reds are close behind. I know the Cardinals' schedule gets much tougher, and obviously the Padres' schedule, uh, starting tonight, actually, gets much tougher. The Astros are 78-55. and 55 which is the second best record in the American League, uh, trailing only Tampa Bay at, so, uh, at this point. I haven't checked the, the standings in the American League recently. Are the, Where are the Angels right now? Are they hovering? The Angels are, the Angels are 66 and 68. They are, they okay. are hopeless. And that's yeah, it, right? Are, that's the not, last yeah. sub-500. Ready? For the, for the Padres, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. absolutely. The two games next uh Okay. Next Tuesday and Wednesday. And I do want to point out because I actually looked into whether I should go Wednesday. It's a five o'clock start, all that kind of stuff. And then I remembered number one, Shohei Otani plays for the Angels. So you got to go see Shohei Otani. And number two, I'm pretty sure if the Padre rotation stays the way it is, and of course we never know, that you Darvish is going to pitch for the Padres on Wednesday. And so we could get the Darvish Otani matchup. Uh, on on Wednesday night. Unfortunately, Otani's pitching tonight, which means that the Angels will not pitch him on Wednesday. He doesn't seem to ever pitch this quick together, on the fun. especially okay. when it doesn't matter. So I, I don't think we'll see that. I mean, how can you miss a chance? I know Trout's not around, but I've got to see Otani. So I will be there on, uh, on, on Wednesday. But I, I do think that you're right. Getting back to your original point, those are the last two games the Padres play against uh, not just teams under 500, but teams that are not, not in, the... in contention for for anything. And, of course, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum. With the Padres, it doesn't really matter. You know, we just saw in Arizona, they had a couple of good, uh, decent outings on Monday and Tuesday against Arizona. Blake Snell was fantastic, obviously, in his, and we can get into that a little bit. You know, Wednesday was a disaster, and it, it's the same thing we've talked about before that it doesn't really matter who you're playing. It doesn't matter if you've won two games in a row or anything like that. Each game is its own sort of living organism, if you will. And, and you never know what's going to happen in these games. And, you know, the Dodgers can win. I don't know what, what has it been like 19 of 23 or something like that, but that still means they lost games in between there when everybody thought, Oh my gosh, the Dodgers can't be beaten. So it's just a, a long winded way of saying, I don't know what's going to happen, but the Padres are playing some really good teams with the exception of those two against the Angels coming up here in the next few weeks. And it starts tonight with a very good Astros team. 
I, I know a whole bunch of people, Jay, that are very confused by your soliloquy there because they have been emailing me and t- telling me the season's over and there's no way the Padres are making it. So, I mean, they, I, they are confused right now, but I am 100% with you. Uh, one thing, here's where I want to start. You mentioned the rotation and we don't know what's going to happen. I am shocked that I am going to the ballpark tonight and watching Jake Arrieta pitch. Okay. Indications all along that he was going to pitch against the Astros. And I'm shocked at that, too. I mean, I don't understand why you need to use your entire five-man rotation right now. Were you shocked that Jake Arrieta is pitching? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I texted you at the time because I'm, I'm planning on going tonight as well. And I was looking forward to watching Joe Musgrove uh, for many reasons. Uh, I mean, number one, he's probably he's been the Padres' most consistent guy all year. It's fun to watch, uh, and he was going to be facing the Astros, his former team. He, had, he threw five no-hit innings against them. Perfecto. Uh, back in perfect innings yeah. against them back in, in May, I think that was, in uh, in Houston. So, and, and he's had a week off. I mean, it's not like they're giving him an extra day, and, and I, I don't know that anybody was given the opportunity to ask the reason that Jake Arrieta is pitching tonight, and it's not like anybody's going to tell you the real truth anyway about uh, about it, but I, I, I was with you. I have no, I, I can't come up with a single reason actually why Jake Arrieta is pitching tonight or why he's pitching against the Astros. Cause like you said, he's, you've got, you could go with Musgrove, Snell and Darvish um, or no Musgrove Paddock and Snell. I'm sorry. That was Musgrove, the one Paddock right there. Snell could all pitch mm-hmm. on regular rest Um going forward this weekend against a very good team. And then I think they would need a guy on Tuesday. No, they would be able to pitch Darvish Tuesday. No, they could come back with Musgrove on Wednesday. So, again, I I don't know why with all these off days that they're using the entire rotation, and especially when the entire rotation includes Jake Arrieta. I think even the Padres admitted it was sort of a desperation signing I think Jake um, Arrieta admitted that. Yes, right. Even Jake Arrieta admitted it. So I, I will. I would love to hear the answer tonight when uh, hopefully Jake Jace Tingler is asked about this before the game, or maybe he already was asked and I missed the answer. But why is Jake Arrieta pitching in an important game right now? Well, you you uh, you just nailed Jace Tingler uh, to uh, perfection right there. He was asked, but his answer. None of us really know what it was. I mean, and, and the way that we are now in, in Zooms, where if you just keep asking like four days, it, it just comes across bad and it's just not the way. And so it's really hard sometimes because Jace does not give you an answer. And then you go back and then you go back and then it's like you both are getting frustrated. And so anyway, it comes down to this as best as I could tell the seven times I went back to listen to what was his answer is he wants these guys they're going to they are going to on that very hard trip be pitching on regular rest they pitched a lot and and when I say these guys Snell and Musgrove um and he wants them to have rest well the thing is they got yesterday off so there's a built-in day they have Monday off they that's a day they have Thursday off there are so many ways you can manipulate this rotation. And in this span of what is 15 games, um, have Arietta pitch twice. Well, when you start him off with the 10 games in a row at the end, now you're going to have to pitch Arietta three times. Look, right. maybe the guy goes 3-0. and oh. the, the Sports is beautiful. I But, like, <laughs> it, I thought that the, what off days were for at this time of year 
was so that you could just use your four best pitchers. And that is nothing against Jake Arrieta. That is, okay, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Okay, these are our four. And this other guy is going to be a swing guy. He's going to come long bullpen, whatever. So I, I'm 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 shocked by it. Um, I also you say I'm a hundred percent in agreement with taking Blake Snell out after 107 pitches. He'd gone 122, and then I think you're bringing him back Sunday. You know, yeah. because this is a freaking pennant race. Um, someone emailed me and said I, I I was hoping for a better explanation of why Blake Snell came out, and my response, not at all snarky, was. Mm-hmm. You mean more than that they're in a pennant race, that he had thrown a career-high 122 pitches five days earlier or six days earlier. He threw 107 pitches that night. He hasn't been going that long. If, if you're looking for more than that, then you're right. You're not going to get a better explanation than that. But now you're putting him off till Tuesday? Right. I, I, and and like I said, they've already – Musgrove hasn't pitched in a week anyway. so Which he hates, but there's no way around right. it. So well, there would have been by pitching him tonight. I mean, well, he pitched no. It would have been a week, right? Friday. So it would have been a week anyway. Okay. Well, that was right. There was no way around that particular part of it, especially by bringing Darvish back. Yeah. Um, and with the off day, but it just made all the sense in the world to go with those guys. And one of the, I'm glad you brought up the Snell thing because I did think that was one of the factors in taking him out the other night, and I had no problem with with taking him out in that situation. 122 the previous start, 107 that night. And it wasn't just 107. The point where I was looking was if he was going to finish that game, he wasn't going to finish it in 122 pitches. Right. You know, he was at 107 through seven innings. If he was at 107 through eight, that's a different story. You could could get him out there. But to have him go out there and pitch more than 107 at a time, where you know he was going to need at least at least 130 to finish, and I don't think anybody would expect him to go to to go 130 in that situation. And as mentioned, I, I mean, I mentioned it that night. You've mentioned it; it's been written about. The idea is they need to win games. That was one game. The you know they had that that game was I don't want to say it was in hand. They still had to get six more outs, but they had the lead in that game. And the best thing going for that game and especially going forward was to get Snell out of the game so that he would be able to rest and be able to pitch this weekend. And now he's not pitching this weekend. You did a great job in your newsletter the other day with a chart of showing how it all could have worked out to have Arietta pitch twice during this span. And as you just mentioned, by starting him tonight, now it looks like he has to pitch three times. And it's one of those things where you just think to yourself, there are a lot of smart people in the Padre organization. From A.J. Preller on down, the whole front office, I don't know any of those people in the front office. I don't know any of the coaching staff, so I'm not saying this so that I can preserve access, which I know is the reason that we do everything, is to preserve this treasured access that we supposedly get. But I don't know any of those people. I just presume that they're pretty smart. They know about baseball. How could they not sit down with a chart the way you did I mean, you're a smart guy, Kevin. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm probably one of your biggest fans. You're a smart yes, thank guy. you. Are you smarter than all these people in the Padre front office when it comes to and the Padre dugout and everything else to, to figuring out the best way to utilize a staff over the next couple of weeks? That's what worries maybe, me, Jay. Maybe you are. Maybe that's you what are. worries you know, me. We should all be worried if that's the case. <laughs> I just um, that's what worries me, and I guarantee you, it's not true. When some of these front office guys talk, I don't even know what they're saying. Uh, that's how smart they are. Um, and 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 here, I want to um, give some context to my 
criticism. And that is that I always err on the side of these guys have more information than me. They have right. more information about right. health. They have more information about matchups. They got a half a dozen people in there breaking down numbers. These guys know more than me. And so I am not quick to criticize pitching changes, usage. You know, I try to give the information, but this one, I mean, I golly, I just don't get. Like there are things certain times and in games where you find out later, oh, well, the reason that guy bunting is because he couldn't swing tonight. Or, you know, this guy couldn't, you know, uh, had a little bit of a barking, you know, calf or whatever. And so you find out these things afterward. So you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'll give you a perfect example of that. And it, it wasn't here. It was 120 miles up the road on Wednesday night, I think it was. Oh, yes. Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer pitched six shutout innings, I believe, on, yes. on if it was Wednesday night. He had thrown 76 pitches. He came out of the game and immediately people lost their minds. Lost and it. it. Dave, Dave lost their minds. Dave Roberts is the biggest idiot on the face of the planet. How in the world could Dave Roberts take him out at that point? And it was funny because, as you've talked about, I think you and and I I try to do this as well, and I, I think I do a pretty good job of it, maybe not quite as on the level sometimes as you are, but in giving the benefit of the doubt and trying to understand that there are explanations for all this. It just blew my mind the other night that everybody jumped to the conclusion that Dave Roberts was this complete idiot instead of the fact that, you know what, maybe something happened to Max Scherzer, and maybe there was a reason why he came out of the game. And it was sort of like the Will Myers thing, that one game where he came out and everybody was like, wow, why did Will Myers came out, come out? And we found out later it was because of an injury. Now, teams don't do themselves any benefit, don't do themselves any good in these situations by not announcing injuries. I always go back to the game. I, we were both in New England when LaDainian Tomlinson took, you know, didn't play in, in New England and sat on the bench with a knee injury. And the Chargers PR department coaching staff, front office, whoever it was, completely threw him under the bus by saying he was questionable to- Haunted return. him forever. Forever. He was, he, was, he was criticized for that for the rest of his career. And probably there are still people who, would, who if you bring up LaDainian Tomlinson, would say, oh yeah, that was the guy who was too soft to play in the playoff game. He could not play that day. And his knee made him incapable of playing that day. And the Chargers said, oh, well, yeah, maybe he could play because there was this-, this Got to make the Patriots think, yes. To make the Patriots think he was going to come back. Like Bill Belichick was going to be looking over the, the sideline the whole game. Ooh, is, is Tomlinson coming back? Is Tomlinson coming back? What are we going to do? And it's the same thing here. The Dodgers, the Padres could have said, Will Myers came out because of a hamstring injury. Dodgers could have said, Max Scherzer came out because he was feeling a tight hammy. Now, again, they don't owe anybody that explanation, but it just seems like if you're running an organization, you would pro you would want to do that to keep your – Keep your people from being unfairly criticized. So, again, this is exactly what we've talked about. You try to give them the benefit yes. of the doubt. Often there is an explanation. In this case, I can't fathom what an explanation would be to start Jake Arrieta tonight against the Houston Astros, who have, like, the best offense, one of the two best offenses, yes. I think, in baseball. This Hot Lava Padres podcast segment is brought to you by Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Located in Escondido and serving the San Diego community for over 60 years. Who has the best deals in the auto game? It's got to be Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the auto all-stars. Right now, lease a new 2021 Ram 1500 Warlock Edition. 
Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo or Jeep Renegade Latitude for only $198 a month or 0% APR and no payments for 90 days. Head to Jack Powell, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Escondido, San Diego, where we make shopping easy. Find these deals during the Make This the Summer event today. Yes, they do. So. Many measures, they've been the best, and <laughs> and and they're, wow. Uh, so last time the Padres played the Astros, uh, it was there were two guys who had really good series and there was uh, Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado. Uh, well, Manny Machado had two good games. He was just coming off of, you know, his little rest there uh, right. and, and where he'd taken like seven days off and they came up with big hits. And today I wrote about Jay that uh, the Padres need Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis to be those guys. Would it be just fantastic if finally, you know, Four or five of the seven top guys just got hot. Well, it can't be Tommy Pham. He's not playing anymore. Uh, but four, you know, four or five of these guys just got hot, and the Padres rode them through September. It would. We've been waiting all year for that to happen. Right. This is right. when you make the big bucks. I mean, and that's not to say, look, these guys have had pretty good seasons. Manny's been uh, gone through some cold stretches. Tatis, not cold stretches, but um, the injured list three times. Right. But. Uh, I really feel like every time these guys up there are up this uh, uh, homestand, there should just be this sense of anticipation uh, in, in, in the ballpark. Uh, this is when we haven't had it here. See, I got some criticism today by people saying that was putting too much on them. <laughs> Manny makes $30 million a year. <laughs> I know we haven't had that guy here, but, but this is because I do get that. Okay. Look, this isn't just Manny. It's a team sport. Right. This is why you pay for these guys. This is no. why Manny doesn't come out and do pregame work very often because he's mm-hmm. getting treatment to keep himself whole. This is why he doesn't run to first base as hard as maybe some of us, some of you, not me, some of you would like him to. This is why Fernando Tatis Jr. is in the outfield to keep him on the field for this month. This is when I'm not saying they're failures if they don't, but this month is when these guys show up. Right. And and as you said, it's not just them. I mean, guys like Will Myers and Eric Hosmer Absolutely. have been around a long time and make and make very good money. Not that money is the end all of be all of that. How it tells you something. Good. But the, right. But it tells you something about these guys are paid that kind of money because people expect them to produce. Yeah. And this is the time when those guys should produce. I also I, I had to chuckle to myself when you said Tommy Pham's not playing because I thought. Now I know I'm going to see the lineup tonight, and Tommy Pham's going to be in the lineup just because Kevin said he's not going to play. But you're right. I mean, these guys, the four guys that we just mentioned, are are the top guys that you know make the most. Uh, Tatis doesn't make the most on money now, but I mean, he's certainly well, been committed. They've yes. committed that money to him yes. for the future. And Machado and Myers and Hosmer, those guys are all twenty million dollar a year plus players, or at least they're paid like that they don't always perform like that and it's look that's not to say that every time they come up this weekend or this month right they should get a hit the game doesn't work like that but you need these guys to produce and they need to produce in the big moments and i i don't think it's putting too much on anybody right now to say they can prove and yes they're going to be facing good pitchers um mm-hmm. even though zach Greinke's not pitching this weekend which you know i think it's always a break if you don't have to see him even though some padres have hit him well the Padres are still facing good pitchers this weekend. But look, this is the time, as you said. You've got 28 games to go. You've got four teams bunched basically a game apart in the wild card standings. One of those teams is going to make it to play the Giants in the wild card game. Yes, the Giants in the wild card game. And 
you know, and the rest of them are going to say, wow, we really blew it. We should have won, you know, we should have won that game on September, on September the 3rd or September the 8th or whatever it, whatever it is. So, yeah, I guess if you're going to say that the stretch run starts tonight, I don't know. It seems like it started already, but <laughs> yeah. there's one more time where it's, where it's starting. And it, 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 and I should say, look, you can't pitch around. That's why I think you've loved the whole three, four, Manny third, Tatis fourth, uh, the whole, two, the whole two, three year. Is, two, three is better, but three, four is better than nothing. So it does require that Jake Cronenworth gets out of his slump a little bit. Uh, Trent Grisham leading off, probably. Uh, it, it would be nice if these guys started to get on, and it does seem Trent Grisham is heating up. It's uh, been about a week now, a good solid, uh, you know, getting on base, going the other way with some uh, gosh, that perfect bump the other night. Trent Grisham is back to playing his game, it seems. That would be big because then you certainly can't pitch around Tatis and and, and Machado. So, um, you know, Manny has had a pretty – there was a a month and a half, two, this uh, summer where he was among – him and Bryce Harper were the best players in the National League. He has also had some cold spells. This would be a terrible time for a cold spell. He had a rough finish to last year and uh, a rough finish to 2019. I think it's incumbent on Manny Machado to have a a strong finish here – um, you know, I, I think he's a fantastic player. It's important that he has a strong finish there. Yeah. I said it. Uh, no, you, you're right. And I think, you know, Grisham, especially they face right-handed pitching two of the next three days, uh, at least mm-hmm. to start with. I would assume that means we'll see Grisham and Cronenworth uh, at the top of the lineup. And then and then uh, Te- Machado and Tatis uh, and I guess Hosmer probably batting batting fifth. I don't know what I don't know what we'll see against the. Uh, the lefty tomorrow night. Framber Valdez. Be, yeah, Framber Valdez, if they'll still do that. You know, they're facing a guy tonight who hasn't pitched in a couple months. That really worked out well on Wednesday when they faced Luke Weaver, uh, who hadn't pitched in, what, three months or whatever. Go six innings. Whatever, whatever it Long was. Run. That was, that was That was awful. But uh, so, yeah, I, I'm I, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I mean, I always look forward to seeing to seeing good, good teams come in here. Um, the Astros have a lot of great players. I mean, I, I, they've even added Alex Bregman, who's back after missing a good uh, a good chunk of time. Um, so, got a lot of guys who are are dangerous, and uh, you know, Jake Arrieta, big task. Wow. I think we spent, you know, sometimes we go off on tangents, Jay. We get a little animated. I think we spent the proper amount of time on Jake Arrieta today. I think it deserved that. Yeah, and yeah. look, if he goes out tonight and throws and throws five innings of one run ball or even two run ball, I would I would say, okay, that's a success. I still don't. That's the whole thing: process versus result. I still don't understand the process that leads you to have Jake Arrieta. Pitch. And let me say this, Jay. Let me say this. I am as impressed as heck at what. Jake Arrieta is doing. He's 35 now. Uh, that Cy Young was six years ago. He's getting, he got lit up this year and the guy is a physical specimen. And uh, this is why I cover sports is, is like, if I go tonight and I see five innings of one run ball, I will be beside myself because I think that's so impressive that Jake Arrieta did that. Like, right. you know, when I understand what I'm saying when I say I'm rooting for that. Why? Because I root for me and I want to see good things. So and I want to write good stories. Um, but I just that's not the what the odds say. The, the, that's not what 
it's what is supposed to happen. And that's how the pot, the pod are supposed to make their decisions right now is, right. Hey, what lines us up best? So that there, that's, I'm a huge Jake Arietta fan because I'm a fan of excellence. I'm a fan of excellent ball players. I just don't think he should be pitching for the Padres as yeah. uh, you know, that much right now. All right. I, mean, I think we, I think we both have an incredible amount of respect for anyone who reads. That's why you have level. season tickets. You go yeah, to watch I mean, great. It, yes. Right. And, and I respect, I mean, the, the fact that these guys can do what they do, it's look, it's beyond any of us. And I, I think sometimes a lot of people, and maybe we're all guilty of that at times think, Oh, well, they should, like you said, Oh, they, these guys should be able to jump up, carry the team right now. Okay. But that's what <laughs> they do. They are at this level for a, for a reason. And Jake Arrieta was at that level once and he hasn't shown that he's at that level now, but Hey, tonight he could come out and, and surprise everyone, but that doesn't change any. I mean, it doesn't change anything we said today. I, neither one of us is wishing that Jake Arietta goes out and gets lit up tonight. That's not fun for anyone to watch. I mean, except for Astros fans and, and I guess Reds, Phillies and Cardinals fans at this, uh, at this point. But I, it's just like we said, it's the process that brings you to this point that is hard, you know, that's hard to understand. Who has the best deals in the auto game? It's got to be Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, the auto all-stars. Right now, lease a new 2021 Ram 1500 Warlock Edition, Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo, or Jeep Renegade Latitude for only $198 a month or 0% APR and no payments for 90 days. Head to Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Escondido, San Diego, where we make shopping easy. Find these deals during the Make This the Summer event today. So, so here we go. We covered, uh, that. we covered the hitting. Where else? What else do we need to? Uh... Well, I'll just say this. I'll say this. This that last series at, against the Astros uh, was the longest eight weeks of oh. my life. Three days in Houston, <laughs> two extra inning games. You know, it was really something. But uh, th- those two victories in extra innings, and there were four straight extra innings games. They played two in uh, Milwaukee and then two in Houston. Fernando Tatis with the. Uh, the home run with two outs after the guy dropped the ball along the first base uh, foul area Uh, the night before. I forget exactly how they got, but there was also a comeback as you Darvish. I I know that Saturday night was you Darvish's last road win, but anyway, they, they battled in those games. They arguably shouldn't have won either one of those games, but they did. And so now here we are three months later and we're going to, you know, see like Paul, Will we see the Padres bounce back or is it going to be like they're not winning those games anymore? They're not winning games they, you know, quote unquote, shouldn't win, which is what good teams do. Eric Hosmer will tell you that all day, that good teams find a way to win those games. And that's what they do in Houston. And that's what got me into going, Okay, I think this team's going to be pretty good because they did that a lot in the first couple months. And they haven't done it very much since. Like, I can't even really um, Jay Cronenworth's homer off of Aaron Nola. That's about the only game I can remember uh, in the last couple months where the Padres, you know, won one that they quote unquote should. So that's what I think of when I think of, uh, you know, okay, they're playing the Astros again. It's a really good team, but man, they took two or three last time. It just seems like that was a different Padres team. So we'll see. Right. I was just looking. The first one was the, I mean, was the game where they got seven runs in the 11th. Yes. Um, the 11th inning Tatis had tied the game the previous night in that game with a home run, I think in the eighth inning. Okay. Um, yeah. And then he hit his, the, the next night was the, uh, yeah, he tied it in the eighth inning that night. And then the next night was the, 
was the home run uh, after the drop pop-up, I yep. believe. So, uh, yeah, those were a couple of crazy, uh, crazy nights, but fun, you know, again, fun games to watch. And I think, you know, anybody going out there this weekend, and I, I'm sure there'll be big crowds all weekend, um, we'll be looking forward to, you know, to seeing some some action. And and uh, obviously most people will be rooting for uh, for the Padres to win. These are all big games right now. You know, that would be nice, some action, Jay, as we wrap it up here. That that would be really nice. Uh, as you yeah. have pointed out many times, um, they're not just not winning in the last couple months. It's like it's not the same Padres we saw for the first couple months and all of last year, really. And some of that yeah. has to do with that Tatis has missed time, that they are preserving Tatis's body, that Tatis is out in right field. You know, some of that has to do with that. Um but they're just not – they're not running anymore. Well, I shouldn't say that. They're not being allowed to run anymore. They're not getting on base as much. I mean, there's just a lot that's conspiring to them not being exciting anymore. But it's like it's been a long time since you were, like, really juiced by Slam Diego or something. So, Right, right. Eh. No, that's, uh, that's eh. true. So we'll see what happens tonight and then uh, yet another off day on Monday. So we will likely – well, we'll definitely come back on Tuesday since – Monday's a holiday. And so now the Padres will have gone one week without playing on a Sunday and then two weeks later without playing on Labor Day. So it's I, I don't understand the way the schedule, uh, the way the schedule works. It's very <clears throat> excuse me. It's very odd. And I, did they even play? I'm looking back. Yeah, I guess they did play on Memorial Day. I was going to say, did they miss that? So here's the, there's always a reason. And I, I, I haven't got a reason for the Sunday um, one. But the like, say next year when they have, do you know, in July, just before the All-Star break, they have two days off in a row. And right. that is because the team that they're playing wanted to have, I think they wanted to have the Thursday off or something. So instead of, you know, they're playing a three-game series, so they just switched it around. Originally, it was that they were going to play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and because they had okay. Monday off. So they just switched it around. And so, all right, now the Padres get two days off. And, and I forget why it is that that team that they're playing wanted that day off. Maybe it was a travel day or they have, you know, something, whatever. But it ha always has to do with what's going on at your ballpark. You know, is there a concert or or something, you know, travel-related or something like right. that? There's, right. there's, there's always a reason it's not because some idiot uh you know uh, made a you know decided to screw the Padres but uh but it is there's some interesting quirks uh in in, in this schedule but uh, my wife is happy she's got something planned for whatever holiday this is what's what which one is this Labor Day Labor Day yeah. this is the one I don't wear white afterward okay gotcha okay uh <laughs> all right everybody we thank you very much for joining us Thanks. we'll talk to you on Tuesday